Tell me when you're ready. Ready. Episode number 20 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, we've got a fun-packed episode to, to on our way again. Episode number 20 of 20 weeks. Fantastic. So, what have we got on this week? So, this week, listeners, we've got, uh, we've, we're going to catch up on a lot of racing, actually. We've had racing last weekend. We've got Sterling, a little bit on the Great North Run to talk about. We've got the start of the autumn marathon period, the start of an wee preview of that. We've got the Salmon series with the Ring of Steel, etc. over at Glencoe this weekend. So, so yeah, it's pretty race heavy this week. And of course, we're on yeah, training. Absolutely. I think there's probably more races this weekend than there was races last weekend. So, I think probably what we'll be doing this weekend, this, well, this episode is chatting about the previewing the races rather than reviewing the races. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so we're also going to chat about um, the autumn marathons as well. There's a few coming up, so we'll chat about them as well in our preview. Um, and other than that, it's just going to be, uh, and we may we might have a couple of running related rants for you all again. Um, so we'll chat about that too. So Great. so Tom, training wise, how's it been going then? Training wise has been going pretty well. So last week was another solid week, and it was 82 miles for the week. A lot, you know. Really, to get to the meat and the sandwich, I was, uh, what was I doing? I did a session on Tuesday. I did, uh, did five by a mile. Sorry, it seems like a lifetime ago now. I'm having to bring myself back. But yeah, I did five by a mile with a minute recovery, which is a two-minute recovery, so which is good. So yes, splits were, were where I want them to be. Uh, started with sort of 5.30s, bring it down to about 5.24s by then. So felt good to get a bit of faster running on the go. Bit of easy running through the rest of the week, and one highlight on um, on Thursday's run, which has been a real trend for me over the last few days, is I'm out running, and this week, or the first one of the week, it was Stuart Milne's local runner, Metro Aberdeen, saw him on the D side line, high five. What were we talking about? Oh, high fives. wow! Love it. A real that was a real stinger, I've got to say. Then on the week on the weekend, I saw who did I see? I saw Rankin Lascelles. Sorry, Monday. High five from him on the route yesterday. Um, another another Metro lad, Dino Rosias. So another high five from him. So it's been high fives galore on my easy runs, which has been good. Um, oh. but, so yeah, absolutely loving it. The, you must, the, you must have uh, your hands must be red raw. They are, yeah. Do you know what, now though? I see when I see someone far out that I know, you can really wind it up, you know, and bring it in for a yeah. absolute slap. So really good. Do you know? Good. Do you know? Do you know what you need to do? What? You need, you need to get. Have you seen those um, those power up boards you get the mushroom and you, or the hand? And oh it's like, yes. You know, remember Super Mario Brothers? Yes, yes. You tap it and you get a power up. That's what um, that's what they had at the triathlon in the weekend. Nice. So you need we need to get one of those a tartan running shorts power up hand. Nice. How does that with. sound? That sounds excellent. Although on my, I guess on an easy run that's all good, but on some of the um, on some of the uh, the session runs, I think that might be a little pain to handle. So we need to maybe I can just keep it on a bench or something ready to go. 
But anyway, so that's been... Yeah, just tie it to a tree or something. (laughs) Exactly. So that was one highlight of my week in terms of racing was it was good to... uh, Sorry, running, sorry, I beg your pardon. It was good to get some high fives. And the week was finished. I did 22 miles on Saturday, which was an easy run for 12 and 13 of them. And then I went straight to eight miles at marathon pace, which which was good. So feeling like marathon pace is starting to hone in a bit now. Good to run some hard miles on heavy legs at the end of the week. So... Yeah, I've got another another week in the bag, I would say. Consistent mileage, knocking out the session. Yes. That's what we want. That is exactly what you want. Fantastic. Well, what I will say is, Tom, is you, you're certainly being consistent. Um, and, the, you know, you, you're, you're going to be hopefully peaking at the right time. How how many hopefully. weeks have you got left? So I think I've got, I should really know this, but I think it's I think it's six weeks I've got. So that, including this week we're in, we've got, so five and a half, say. Maybe so yeah. I'm sure you tagged me in something in Facebook last was it last week? Um and all it had was a you tag it was a Facebook post, um Chicago Marathon, four weeks to go. And all you put was Kyle Gregg and a, a an emoji of a big shite. Yeah. That was you shite. You no know, the sh- the shit the poo emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was fairly apt and, and you know, <laughs> when I, I I think when I was when I actually saw it, I actually, I think I was actually um potentially doing that, so Nah, I'm all joking. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> you were on your phone. Anyway, you I don't know. You probably I were doing that. I don't want to ramble on. Yeah. Pr- no doubt. No doubt. You know, you need to. You need. To, it's probably getting ready for a session. Getting Absolutely. rid of all the. You know, you need to be light as a feather before you race. We all know that. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, now that's yeah. a question for. That's a question for the listeners, and it's a question for you, Tom. Right. Uh, bit gruesome here, but before a race, I always have to feel as light and light as I can and I have to go to the toilet before a, a big a big run if I don't I feel I don't feel fast I feel that I'm gonna uh I, I, you know you don't want to be going mid midway through. you don't want to be doing a wilder poo as we know now you yeah. need to get it done before a race especially before a long race because we all know what happens I mean, that, when Paula Radcliffe was in, was running London Marathon, that happened to her. Everyone was kicking off thinking, oh, how funny is that? But she maybe did. She maybe had a bad run. But even if you do go to the toilet, these things can still happen. Yeah. Um, but again, it's... She had the run. It's, it, yeah, she did. Um, but it's an, it, is, it is an important topic, though. You need Absolutely. to... When you're doing your runs, like when you're going out for a session, you need to know when you're going to go to the toilet. You need to know your body because if you don't go to the toilet you know if you don't train your body or to teach your body to go to the toilet before a hard run or a race you know you, you don't get that through you know sometimes you can aid it through yeah. coffee or try not to go to laxatives or any of that kind of stuff but it is important like yeah. you know so <laughs> so what's the question I, I can't remember the question <laughs> what do you do before you go to the, do you do you go to the toilet before a race or do you, you do well, you just do you, do you, do you I, gamble and Oh no! Not no. Good? So, what do you a, do? so firstly, yes, I do go to the. I do like to to sort out to uh, drop the kids off at the pool, shall we say, yeah. before uh, before a, a race. But what I find amazing is it must be as if it's having an extra coffee or the nerves. But Sunday morning, long run doesn't mean it was a long run or a session. Breakfast, I'll get. I'll go to the toilet. Then I'll be. You know. Then I'll be fine for the run. That's once before a race. You can sometimes be two or three times. And it's like you always think, oh, man, is that ready? You know, an hour before a marathon, and then half an hour before you're thinking, 
Jesus, am I going to go again here? I mean, it's, I think it's a paranoia thing, but it's a, it always amazes me how how many more times that can happen compared to just on a regular training run. Yeah, I think definitely a great point. I think most of that's to do with probably the fueling side. You know, you you potentially fuel a little bit more than you would mm, in a race. Yeah. You know, if it was before a race, um, but also anxiety and nerves. Yes. You know, that that gets the barrels going. You know. Um, yeah. And the worst thing about it is, potty potties. There's never enough pot. This is my running rant of this week. There's never enough pot potties. There's never enough bloody bog roll on them either. There's, and there's never bog roll. So <laughs> you, and, and by the time you, you actually, the time you actually need to go is when everyone else needs to go. And yes. there's this of big course. queue. It's it's bloody typical. Um, so what do you have? You, you can't queue for half an hour when your race is about to start in 20 minutes. I mean, obviously, everyone else would be going at the same time, but um, so yeah, naturally, lesson number one for me, anyway, is to always take bog roll to a race, and and lesson number two, make sure you can find a good tree to to sit behind if or, there's a, a huge queue for the port point. Here's Tom's tip. Lesson lesson number three. Tom's tip for the week: find the nearest Costa or Starbucks. That is for a city race, anyway. That's what you're after, or I mean, don't be afraid to go into cafes or shops. The number of people I see queuing up at a Portloo, great Aberdeen Rum as an example, those people queuing for Portloo, there was a McDonald's across the road, which I which I nipped into, no toilets being used at all. Happy days. So if you're in a city race, or even a town race, just, you know, I went into a restaurant after the Great Aberdeen Run, because I was almost <laughs> so caught short. You know, if nature's calling, you know, don't be don't be ashamed to go to go into a, a start a classy restaurant. Absolutely, Tom. You know, stand up tall, shoulders back, head up, and walk exactly. walk through like your customer. Exactly, you are. Yeah. So I sometimes, I mean, sometimes I will go in and be like afterwards if I feel guilty about if it's a cafe, I'll buy a coffee or buy or you know I'll buy something, a Twix or something. But you know, I generally Twix. You know, Twix. Yeah, well, moving out of Twix, I don't know where that came from. But generally, yeah, I would, I would just, uh, I would just run in. But here's one for you. One thing I always, before we are very much off topic, but one thing that always makes me wonder is, ultras. You're running for nine to ten to twelve hours. Are you going to the bathroom in terms of a either, uh, either number a, one or number two? Yeah, either one or two. Is that happening on an Spare ultra? Out. Is that happening on an ultra? Could- or? Good question. Uh, from, mm, let me think. No, no. I, if, in terms of a number two, I've never, I've never had to go during an, an ultra race. Um, in terms of a number, is that right? Number, what's the number one? The number one's a, a P, isn't it? Yeah. A number one at the start of races, yes. And I think I did go um, speak about this when I ran the Mozart 100. I hydrated probably too much. In the first hour of the race, I was pissing for Britain. I was I stopped about three or four times. Not 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 a huge not for a minute, just like ten seconds. But I mean that was forty seconds stopped, maybe even a little bit more. Probably a minute I lost just by having just by peeing in the first hour. Like I mean it adds up. I know I was I think from fourth to third I was about three minutes. But I mean say it was a minute a minute in between fourth and third that that would have been it. You know that was me just stopping having a wee pee. Um, so yeah, so I've never had a number two during ultras, and and certainly in a number one, the number one only, probably the reason I, I didn't pee later on in the race is because you get so dehydrated anyway. I mean, when you do 
you're taking so much electrolytes and, and, and water and you just mainly just sweat it out rather than having to um, excrete it out, I suppose. So, so yeah, no, that, to answer your question, Tom, no, I haven't really had a number two. Um, and a number one really only starts at the, the start of these ultra races because right. that's when you're most hydrated. Um, so hopefully that answers your, your question. It does. Have you ever, have you ever to... Have you ever, ever, have you never, ever, what's that, quit, that game? Never, ever, game have called? you ever. Ne- yeah, we should play that on here one time. That'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah, try and, a running try and related reach, out to our, reach out to our teen audience. <laughs> the whole, the whole, uh, the whole two of them or something. My Hopefully there's not two, two so teens left. I've, anyway, only, sorry, only, what you said. Only once I've had to stop for a crap in a race, and that was... The lossy mouth, uh, the Kim lost the lossy mouth half marathon, and it was about ten miles in. And I thought, I, you know, from about six miles, I was thinking this is dangerous territory here. And we got to ten miles, and I thought, this is happening whether I like it or not. You know, either I'm either I either control it or I, um, or you know, or I just decide, right, you know, it, it was going to control me. So I thought, right, stop when I can. Can't join it, beat him. If, exactly. So in the end, I actually uh, I waited. There's a Waited till the road gets a little bit windy in the second half. So I waited till there was a section that was confident the person behind me wouldn't see me. It was it was quiet and it was a case of side, stop, side the road, whip them down, get it done and move on. And we're probably talking about 15, 20 seconds, you know. It, it was a, you're not losing much time there. But anyway, Gads, what a way to start the show, mate. We're talking about... Oh, no, uh, sorry. We're talking do you know about, what we're uh, going to... Do you know what we're going to do as well? I've got... You're hungry because I was late doing all the prep. And I want to watch Bake Off with my wife. Oh, Bed dear. week this week, so we no. need to we need to get cracking on. Yeah, eh? right. Anyway, so back on training. I had a dynamite week. It's consistent. I'm happy with it. How how is your training going? Well, I'll be as brief as I can. So that's going to be a first for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, tra- training was going training's going well. Like I, I can't say anything special. I'm just cra- you know, I'm just cracking on with it. To be honest, like uh, I've I've got you know I've got a good coach who's telling me what what I need to do. Um, and you know I've learned quite a lot over the years, like what I, what I'm, sessions and, and the the mileage I have to do. So I haven't looked at my Strava, but I haven't a, a, a few runs that I didn't have my Garmin on, my, my Suunto on. Um, so I'm about just around about the 90 mile mark this week, uh, or sorry, last week. I mean, um, okay. so I'm quite happy with that. Obviously, I took annual leave from uh, from work from the Thursday to the Monday. Um, so and I was over in Amsterdam supporting, being number one cheerleader for my wife Debbie in the triathlon. So I got some running over there. Um, but to be honest, like cheerleading and support crewing, crewing for for an athlete, a, a runner, a triathlete is bloody stressful stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's not easy being, you know, having to, you've got to do all the, you know, find out where you're gonna cheer, support from, um, make sure they're 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 number one priority when it comes to to, to 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 a race. You know, you've got to make sure they're having the right food and you're making the right the, hydrated. They've got all the fuel. They, you know, had to go and support and go along to the briefing because her plane was a, a little bit later. Um, and then obviously get her to the start line and make sure she's got all her kit and um and then tracking it and so yeah, it's tracking how she's getting on. So it's, yeah, it's stressful stressful times. So but in 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 amongst all that, I I did get a couple of good sessions in. Um on the ooh, on the Wednesday I did some what did I do? I did some mile 
uh, did 2K, one, one mile, and 1K reps, and did three sets of them, two or three sets of them. And I was happy with the times. You know, there weren't nothing special, but just just going by feel. Um, and the my main kind of longer longer type session was on the Saturday during the triathlon, um, during the race, because she was doing a, a long-distance triathlon, which is... A uh, two-mile swim, a uh, 112-mile cycle, and a marathon. So I had plenty of time to kill. Um, so I did five, five, four, three, two, one mile uh, with five, four, three, two, one recovery minutes recovery per each, uh, each, each of the sets uh, in between each of the, the reps. So, so yeah, it was really good. Um, I think I was averaging about just 5:25 for the first five, and then. Slowly bringing that down to around about the low 5.20 and then just bringing it down a little bit more uh, to around about the 5.15 mark in the, the, the shorter distances. Um, nice. Now, now, I'm going to just... So that's probably the, the bulk of my training. Now, sticking to that sticking to that session, I'm going to go back to Debbie and doing... So she, she had a fantastic triathlon um her first long distance pro professional uh, race. She's done one long distance triathlon before. That was an Ironman when she was an age grouper. Uh, and she ran, I can't remember what her time was. It was 10.50 or 10.40. I don't know what it was. But uh, this year she came She came fourth overall in the, the pro field. Uh, and um, she was actually leading the event. I, mean, I know we watched it, Tom. Um, it, it was fantastic coverage on the on the screen and on, on the website, Challenge on Mayor uh, website. Um, and she, yeah, she was first out of the water. She, although the commentator, it's very difficult to know who's in the water when they come out. And the commentator thought it was a Polish girl. And it wasn't. It was Debbie. And I was like, it's definitely Debbie in, in the water there. And she came out and she was three about three minutes ahead of the second place swimmer. I know, I know it's early days. It's the first hour. It's a nine hour event. But, she had a fantastic lead going into the cycle um, and she managed to hold on. And at that point, I was like, right, I saw her going past, really proud that she's got such a good lead. And, you know, and all, all these, you know, all these, um, these pro girls are, a lot of them are full-time athletes. And, you know, are, are, again, not bigging Debbie up, but she quite rightly so. She's, she works full-time. She has to train like a full-time athlete amongst having a full-time um, full-time job so really really difficult to for her to get in the training but boy oh boy she gets the training and um, she's in that garage really early and really committed to her sport and uh, really inspiring for me um, but yeah held on really well in the cycle but I, as I was walking away uh, going back to the to the flat where we were staying I was away to do my session and there she was in the big screen in the, the middle of the events village so we sat down there, and we, me and my mum and dad and um, Debbie's mum, and we all we just watched her, and it was really just like wow, it's it was a really good, um, really good video, or not video, really good um, footage of of the race, and stayed there for about three hours, and I thought I need to do my session now, hmm. so I went and did my session. This is where I'm going with this, by the way. Um, so I did my session. It was a five miles, four miles, three miles. Then I get a call from my mum, and she's saying, "Kyle." But by this point, the second and third place, um, the, a couple of them caught her, and she was in fourth by the time I left. And then she got a second wind in the the end of the cycle, 
and she was back in third place, which is great. You know, she's still pod, you know, in the podium position. Um, and then uh, my mum phones me saying, "You need to come back." Uh, Debbie's back in in third place, and I'm getting really excited. And I'm about five miles away from from um, the event village by this point. So I was like, right, I've got three miles to go, right? I'll just sack this. So I thought, right, I did an about turn, a kind of half about turn, and I just did 5K the, the direction I thought I was meant to be going. No, no, Tom, it wasn't the direction I was meant to be going. Uh, of course it, it wasn't. Was op- of course it wasn't. It was the opposite direction. So I ended up thinking I'm back back where I was. And no, 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 I, I was like, my phone died, um, and I didn't know where I was, and I had to ask the... The Dutch, where where the, the the city center was, and he goes, oh, it's miles away. Well, I didn't say miles away, I didn't know, kilometers away. I was like, oh, you're joking. So I ended up like, I was like, I ended up doing my whole session trying to run my way back to the oh, to no. the city center. It was a nightmare, especially when you know like she's doing so well. But to be honest, like I still had a few hours to kill because you know she was she's still on, doing a marathon. Yeah, exactly. She's still got a marathon to run. So the time I get to the back to the event village and I ran around the course, the the, the running course was around the the lake. Um, it was about a seven k loop. So I, I ended up running the opposite way and cheering it on, and she was still in third place by this point. And you know how many laps the 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 course was? Six laps, six laps she had to run. So I got to see her in every lap, and um and by the fifth lap, and I think it was it was at the fifth lap. By the fifth lap, she was still in third place and. The fourth place, the fourth place runner was slowly catching her, um, and caught her in the second last lap, and she just had to hold on for fourth. And obviously she was pretty tired by that point, but uh, yeah, she held on for fourth place, which is you know a fantastic result for her. Absolutely, and, yeah. Um, and yeah, I know obviously you you guys were watching it and giving her the the, the cheering. So yeah, I really appreciate it, Tom, and everyone else who was maybe following it. So it was really, it was, it was great. I mean the coverage. Yeah. You know, we've we've talked about race coverage before in here, and I'm, you know, I am a, obviously because I like watching sport. I'm a big fan of races that cover them. You know, give a good coverage, and this was on YouTube live streamed. And while the race was going on, the coverage was great. I mean, Debbie got some serious airtime, particularly when she was on the bike. The they kept cutting back to the lead pack to the the three or four or five different leaders in both the men's and women's, which was good. The commentary was in English, so, so selfishly that was I was happy with that, and it was a really good way to to cover it. But my only concern, my only annoyance was after the after the first man finished, they basically spent the first the next half hour just interviewing this guy, and we were well, we were screaming at the TV, going, "Come on, you know, there's there's still a race out there, there's still a race for because we were aware that Debbie was, you know, in the battle for her life for to try and make the podium, so." So yeah, yeah, we were we were screaming at the TV for them to switch back, and they kind of did. But and the Twitter had a little bit of a, an update. But yeah, very cool, very cool coverage. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, I, I think you know our marathon time um, was it ended up being three eighteen, and the, just yeah, which is you know a great time uh, for her. I think her first marathon she ever did was like three twenty five or so, almost a years ago, but. Um, you know, to do that after a, a swim and then a, an Ironman, you know, the, not an Ironman, a cycle, was was pretty pretty impressive. Um, just for to to note, like I mean, third place had a, I think she had the strongest run of the day, and yeah. she ended up doing a three oh eight, which was like wow. So she had no, you know, it's it's difficult to to hold on to a spot you you 
when somebody's coming that quick past you. Yeah. Um, so so that was it was fantastic. Um, I would have got her on the show, but I think she's watching some sort of Netflix show and uh, trying to kill her, her stream or her bandwidth uh, while I record this ah, on exactly. on Skype. So uh, no, fantastic, <laughs> very good. But yeah, no, it was, it was really good. So now now for her, it's the aim is Chicago, um, and obviously that that's what I'm training for as well. So we're just trying to get get ready for that now. Very good. What a week for you. Busy yeah. week. Busy well, week away. Busy week. Um, so, yeah, what else? I think that's about it for my training, Tom. Um, I'm, what have I got this this weekend? I think we'll, we'll chat about that, what we're doing this weekend later on. Um, yeah. But, yeah, in terms of race results, we have uh, quite a few things which came out were, were happening this week. We did. Uh, so, this I mean, weekend. Yeah, I mean, we should probably start with the, which we previewed last week, which we got, we were delighted the Scottish Athletics and were, you know, gave us a bit of a big uh, kudos. They were, they shared and, you know, were very supportive of the fact that we previewed the, the Scottish National Championship. So thank you, Scottish Athletics. We were, we called, we called out the women's results. We never actually predicted the men's results, but it's the Sterling 10K, National 10K champs. And, you know, as we said, it was quick. We previewed it. So my call was, Vanilla Ross, Steph, Penny Cook, and then I think I called Jenny Bannerman. So I was out by one. The winning that's, woman. That's well done. Yeah, not bad. So the winning woman, Vanilla Ross, 3407. Vanilla uh, Ross is, I think, VP Glasgow. Steffi Penny Cook, second place, 3440. She's 5AC. And in third place was Lothian RC's Joe Williams, who I didn't get. So well done, Joe, 3547 for a bronze medal. Excellent. And how did Jenny get on? I didn't. What's. How did she uh, Jen, get on? I think Jenny she will won? be. She was running. I think Jenny, to be honest, will be disappointed with her time. Um, you know, we've seen her run quick this year already. She ran 35.57 this year, uh, and we've seen her run as we've seen her. I think she's PB that the that one in Glasgow. What was it? The Brian Goodwin 10K. She PB'd with 35. I think it was 35.08, 35.10, something like that. So, so she'll probably be a little bit disappointed to be um, to be a little bit back, and you know, on her day, you'd expect her to have beaten. Or to compete a bit more with some of them, some of the other girls. But um, yeah, strong run from her. Well, strong run from the leading three, anyway. Absolutely, that's great, great results. And the top guys were uh, we had we we had our man Christian Jones and from Dundee, Hawk Hill, who was one of our interviews a couple of weeks ago, episode eighteen, I believe. Twenty nine fifty seven, Tom. Woof! Ucha. What a time! Um, now that's second place was thirty forty six Grant Sheldon who was last year's Scottish champion um, from Cambuslang Harriers. Now Grant Sheldon's a, he's also a triathlete as well, um, but to to be almost a minute ahead in a Scottish championship is phenomenal. Like it just shows yeah. the, the the actual the, the standard that that Christian Jones is is running at, at the moment. You know he's a thirteen forty five five k. He ran a 66 in a hard course by himself at Aberdeen, and now he's ran a sub 30 uh, by himself at the Sterling 10K. Now, and do you, and do you know what's impressive? Serious running. Well, do you know what's impressive about Chris Kyle is that he, as he acknowledged uh, on Twitter, he has run three weeks on the bounce. I think he's raced, so he's run the Great Aberdeen Run, won it. Scottish Mid Trail Championships, won it. Scottish 10K Championships, won it. So the guy right. is clearly in form. He's a really, it's really exciting to follow him week in, week out and see what he's up to. And 
hopefully that is going to really shape up for a big run in Cardiff. Yeah, I mean, he needs to have a, needs to have, you know, have a weekend off, though, I must say. So hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Chris, Christian, I know you listen to this every week. I'm sure you, I think you just said that to please us, mind you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, have a, have a weekend off or, or have, uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure maybe this is your way of relaxing is winning, winning races all the time. So yeah, yeah great, great result. Um, and third place was you and Gillum from Kilbarkin AAC as well in 30-49. So really quite close between, in fact, really close between second and third, only three seconds in it. Uh, our man Alistair Hay, um, he was fourth in 30-56. Kenny Wilson, uh, in, in our North runner, 3106. And the standout performance, other than Chris, Christian Jones, for me, was uh, our, our, our man from, from Metro Aberdeen, um, Cameron Rustler's Strachan. Yeah, Mr. Rustler. That's a, actually, in fact, 3142, if you look at, at chip time. So, now, Cameron, a couple of years ago, was was the, 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 he he was only running about the length of a football pitch, and I know Cameron was you know he was a really good runner when he was a junior, but he's improved so much in the last couple of years, and and, and it's really really good to see him um, putting in the training, yeah. getting the speed back, and written every every race he's doing, he's knocking out PBs, so a significant PB for Cameron, and uh, yeah, really really good to see what he's going to be doing in the next for you know, the forthcoming races as well he's, he's improving I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a plateau at some point but it doesn't seem to be uh appearing yeah. appearing at the moment so i mean i've i've scary been uh, stuff from everyone else yeah i mean since cameron got back into it and is training you know he's, he's running with us at metro aberdeen he's been training with uh sort of the the group that i run with he's a top lad and he's really you know he's you can t- see his determination cameron's a guy who runs hard i mean he trains hard you know he i think he's for me, Cameron's got one setting hard, and I think uh, that's really reflecting his results. That he goes out and he gives it, you know, full beans, full gas every time in his racing. And he's, um, I think, it, yeah, as you say, it's exciting. I know he's got the Great Scottish 10K, and I know he's got Leeds Abbey Dash 10K coming up. So listeners who are athletics fans in Scotland, keep an eye on this guy because he's he. It would not surprise me if he if he starts knocking on that 31 minute door before the end of the year. Just to go back on the the results, one thing I want to highlight is Grant Sheldon, who was second with a you know that's a really impressive thirty forty six. Grant Sheldon's a triathlete, and he um, he actually represented, I want to say Great Britain at. Uh, let me see, I'm gonna to have to bring it up to make sure I don't talk rubbish. Beg your pardon, sorry. He represented Scotland at the Gold, the Gold Coast. That's what it was. Yeah, that's right. Games, yeah. yeah. So so this guy, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't know. I'm not a triathlon expert. I, don't, I have no idea how good a triathlete he is. I can see here he was seventh at the, the Commonwealth Games, so he's clearly elite. But to be able to then rock up to a, a national champs to pick up a silver medal shows that he's legit as well at 10K on the road. So uh, fair play to him. Very exciting to see what he might do over the coming years. Yeah, I mean, there's a few top top guys. Like There's also Mark Austin as well, who um, he, he got an individual um, medal at the Commonwealth Games for triathlon as well now. That was that was a not a shock, but it was a a, 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 a surprise, you know, a, a fantastic surprise to see him getting an individual medal at the Commies in in Australia. Um, now he's a he's knocking on the door of of thirty minutes as well, and 
so so yeah, really good to see the transition between triathlon and, and runners as well. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. So so I think it was a successful event, Sterling. Um on other results, so my, I give people a flavour of my weekend. So Saturday morning, long run, and then I sit then I well, before my long run and after my long run, I'm sitting in front of the TV watching the well, sitting in the kitchen watching Debbie on her triathlon. Sunday morning, get my run done and I sit down to watch the Great North Run. So it was very much a weekend of watching, well, my morning certainly were a weekend of watching sport. So that brings us on to the Great North Run, which was, you know, as a, there's, I guess there's two sides to this. As an elite race, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed watching the watching Mo and Jake Robinson bash it out. But having gone through the results and looking at, you know, the club field, where are the Scottish club runners? There are, I maybe I've missed something, but I've been through the results with a reasonable tooth comb. Where are there are no Scottish club runners sub eighty minutes? Now, you know, in the women's side, hats off to who is now a regular mention, Sheena Logan, five AC, who she was twenty fifth in the elite women's race. But on the men's side, there's no there's there's nobody. I can't see any of the men, um, Scottish men in there. So the the point I'm getting to, I guess, you know, we'll come back and talk about the elite race. But the great Scottish, the great North Run, sorry. It's clearly, it's a mass participation event, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> to an extent. What the yeah, hell is going on on your side? I'm having a laugh, because Tom, Tom's having a rant. <laughs> oh, so, that's, yeah, okay, let, let, do you want to continue your rant? Yeah, the I do button? Want, I'm going to continue my and then you can jump in, right. So, okay. what's happened to the Great North Run? Why is there not a competitive British... And dare I say it, Scottish club scene on the in the race because you know you look years gone by. You know I saw Fraser Klein put up some posts last week about going there and duking it out with all these you know club runners. Why is that not happening anymore? Because everyone's at the Sterling. Every, we we just convinced every Scottish runner to go to the Sterling 10K, the Scottish 10K Championships. You idiot. True. Fair. Okay. Fair point. I'll take that. You can't do, no, but you're right. No, it's no, massive, seriously. It's a massive, no, you, te- you've, it's, you've, a, it's a massive televised event. A, yeah, you've got a great point now. For, for, as far as I know, the Great North Run is a fast course, um, yes, and you've is. got a great, a, a really good standard of of runners. Now, it's a, it's also a great time, and it's a great, it's a great time in the year if you are training for, um, you know, even if you're a 10k runner and you want to bump up to do a fast half, then you, you could potentially do that. 10k at the start of the, the season and then, you know, trans, transition that into a, a fast half later on and use Great North Run as one of your A races. Or, as as some of the other guys do, girls and guys do, is, is to use, uh, get a half marathon before your marathon and use that as a real sharpener for your, for your marathon. And it kind of almost like a, let's go for a PB in the half and see how we get on, um, yeah. And which is going to help my marathon time in, in, in a few weeks there, later on, you know. So, yeah, really good point, Tom. You know, I, I don't know why there's not that many Scottish runners doing it. Um, like I said... Or even, even British. Even yeah, British. yeah. I mean, yeah. sub seven, and I'm not talking about... I say sub-80, I use that because that's as far back as I could be arsed going in the results. But even sub... even sub So sub-70 is what we're talking about. And... You know, I I really think we're we're missing a trick here. Are you know, why are we not seeing the best of the British guys? I know I've ranted about this last week about sometimes and you know not getting everyone together, but surely for me the the 
it's a massive event. Great run should be should be promoting. Unless and also they're a money making machine. Put their hands in their pockets to try and entice British runners more and really developing that field. Yeah, I mean, I know you. If you run the standard, you get an elite entry. Now, I, I assume that you still you, you you still get that for the Great North Run, do you? Yeah, but that's, that's still... yeah, but that's okay. I, and I get that. That's an entry. That's fine. But surely they should be encouraging working with athletes. And maybe there's maybe I'm talking about more than an entry. I'm talking about you know, is there you know, are they purely? Is this event a great run event? Is purely designed to promote running at a masses event or are they or a great run maybe they are and i don't know this are they actually supporting and funding athletes have they got any pro athlete development program oh i doubt it um i know they've obviously got your elites like your your Jake robertson's your mo Farah's, and your 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 top top uk guys um would maybe get an appearance for you and they'll get put up in a hotel but um other than that, like yeah, I don't think there's like the the main focus for 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 the great run is is to make money and yeah. and, and, and to also appease to to the mass the masses as well and, and whether people agree or disagree, you know I I agree that it's it's fantastic to see so many people participating, you know participation in runnings at an all time high, um but the the standard of the, the quality of 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 the isn't in these races is it perhaps maybe at an all yeah. um now is that is that to do with with there's too many races on the calendar there's too many there's different disciplines of running now that everyone's a lot of the races are now diluted and and there's less of a focus on oh the great north run it's a great you know people have maybe lost that appetite to 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 to, to run a fast, you know, to, to get everyone a fast group together for lots of club runners together and, and to hopefully participate and, and to get PBs. Now, I know in London Marathon, like, there's still that, I think there's still that desire to go there and, and run and get fast times. And you're still getting that, I mean, and a lot of that's to do because it's a marathon major and you're getting the top guys from and girls from all around the world coming along and, and rocking up to that race. Um, but for the Great North Run, I don't think that's the case anymore. But hi, yeah, my, my opinion. But I mean, if I was focusing on, if I was looking to get a PB for a half marathon, then I would probably rock up to the Great North Run. But the way I'm running at the moment, uh, I mean, if I in a couple more weeks, I, I perhaps will get a PB for a half marathon. But um, but that's not my A race anymore. So, but what they should be so, for me, it's what... not my my main goal now, you know. I mean, what? I mean, I don't, I don't know the price structure. Um, but why don't they have a, something like the Great North Run? I'm not talking about the Great Aberdeen Run. You know, that is very, that's you know does a good job of promoting running, maybe a bit more locally. But at the Great North Run, I just think that run has got what 40, 50,000 people. It's an absolute monstrous event. Clearly, I cannot imagine how much money Great Great Run or Nova, whatever they're called, make off this event. Why don't they have an extensive prize pot? For British finishers, the top British finishers going back to say, I don't know, fifteenth, twentieth place, and when I'm talking serious money to entice them to come, because well, I guess I don't know what's in it for Great Run is the point. I'm not sure what is in it for Great Run. Anyway, that's yeah, my yeah. that's my rant early. I just I was a bit frustrated watching it. That it was great. It was really exciting to watch Mo. He looks really good, by the way. I think he's going to absolutely destroy uh, Gail and Rupert Frankfurt. Whether or not win it, I'm not sure. I think he's in great shape. But anyway, aside from Mo, there was... Frankfurt, he's not running Frankfurt, Sorry. is he? 
He's running Chicago. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Ah, uh, oh, that's a shame. I thought he changed his um, mind and decided to race you instead. Frankfurt on the mind. Anyway, of course, Chicago. Anyway, my point <laughs> is, I'm just a wee bit um, watching it. It was quite. It was a bit sad, you know. You you, you expect them to cut back like they do at London and maybe focus on the lead British pack, you know, behind Mo. And there was you just don't get that, and I thought that was a real shame. A real shame. Yeah. Well. Anyway, sorry, I've, I've, de- let's I've derailed. Put com- <laughs> let's put a complaint in the Brendan Foster. Yeah. We'll get him a sure. shout out for if next list- year. If, Brendan, if you're if you're listening, sort it out, mate. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I've, de- I've, de- that- I've derailed us a wee bit. I'll let you move on to the next result. So we, next we result. What else have we got to say? Overseas yep. now. Overseas, yes, indeed. So the Young Frau Marathon. Now we, Tom, you put up a post on Facebook which got a, a fantastic response, and um, and it was breaking news as well because you were you were tracking it. So can it was. you know? Well, so well done to Fat Simpson, Robbie Simpson, aka Robbie Simpson, in first place. Uh, I think that was his fastest time over the the course, and that was uphill. I can't remember how many feet it was, but it's it's uphill only, and he ran it in two fifty. What was it again, Tom? Two fifty eight. Is that right? I think it was two fifty six. Two fifty six. Oof. Yeah. Two fifty six uphill, and I'm sure it's two three thousand feet. Two three thousand feet of climb, and to do to to, to run that is fun, is mind blowing. Um. So yeah, well done, Robbie, and. Yeah, hopefully I'm sure you'll recover well after that. So, congratulations on defending your title, Young Frau Marathon. So, well done. And, uh, yeah, we also had uh, another Brit who was in second place, um, Commonwealth Games athlete, GB International, Andy Davies, uh, Davis, who who was second in second place as well. So, awesome. Um, yeah. Now, that was all the results I, I looked at. And, yeah. That, that was about it. it was, did you did you follow any of the other any of the other results, Tom? And that no, or was it just, just uh, Robbie, yeah. Just Robbie, I, I had on the on the old. Well, I had the the sort of top ten coming in on the on the tracker, but it was really just Robbie. And yeah, good to see Andy Davies. A real another. I mean, after Sierra's and Al, we had the three Scottish guys in the top ten, and now we've got the um, we've now got two uh, two Brits in the, one and two at Youngfrow. It's a really a uh, really strong time for British mountain running yeah it is it's, it's fantastic and then move, moving on now I completely forgot to mention this last week I must have been I must have been on another planet or I must have been I don't know what I was not not listening or I don't know what I was doing last week but I completely forgot to mention this Tom and I'm and I'm so annoyed you never reminded me so the UTMB happened last week didn't it and we, we mentioned that uh, our man, and we shared a post on, on Tartan Running Shorts' Facebook page about our guy, Damien Hall, who uh, I ran against at the Mozart 100. And um, and he, he he was one of the underdogs for the race. And I had a sneaky suspicion that he was running pretty well, uh, looking at him going past me in, in the race, in the climb. But he, he just looked so relaxed and on the kind of steeper sections of the climb. And, he, yeah, like I said, he was 12th last year, and this year he he did have ambitions to to get to the top 10, uh, and he actually had a fantastic race to finish in fifth place. Now the UTMB is, like I mentioned last last year, uh, last year, last week, it's one of the pinnacle ultra ultra trail races there is, 
um, it's it's uh, it starts in Chamonix in France. So so yeah, really good to see him getting a fifth place, and that it's really opened uh, eyes to the the ultra mountain run at the ultra world, and and to 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 really see that Damien's a force to be reckoned with, and uh, as a world class uh, ultra runner. So we're lucky enough to have Damien on the show in the next couple of weeks. So um, I'm I'm giving him a, a few days off. Uh, before I, I speak to him, because it's a, a pretty pretty long way. I mean, he's running for twenty odd hours or so. So uh, we'll give him a couple more, few more days, and then I'll, I'll get in touch with him, and hopefully, uh, you know, we can give us a, an account of his of his race. So yeah, well done, Damien. Um, and also on, on other Brits on the podium as well, we had uh, Beth Pascal, who had a really smart race um, and moved up the places and finished in a fantastic fourth place as well. So. Really, really good to see her uh, running well too. And uh, Sophie Grant, and this was her fifth UTMB, another Brit. Uh, she had a, a great result to finish in 12th place, 12th female. And another um, Brit, Jim Mann as well, who uh, moved up again. He had this kind of race as well. It's really important that you you you, um, you, you go, you move steadily. You know, if you go off too fast, you're going to completely explode. Now, there's a few people who. And some of the top top athletes, a lot of them did did kind of, you know, really suffer in the la- the latter stages. And it is all about pacing and fueling and making sure that you, you, you know, you, you get your strategy right. So in a race like this, there's no um, you know, there's 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 no way there's no way to hide because of this the elevation and the distance that you're running running for and yeah. um and also because you're running through the night as well, you know. So it's it's pretty pretty scary stuff. Um, so yeah, so I, I was mentioning Jim Mann. He he came in 15th place, which is great. Uh, we had a Scot as well, one of the Scottish guys, Paul Giblin, who um, he had a top 10 at the Western States race, uh, Western States 100 uh, earlier in the season, and he had a, a a good race in 22nd place. Also, some of the other bits, tw- Joe Meek, um, she came in 19th, Holly Rush in 21st. Amelia Watts in 22nd, and um, also another Scott, Debbie Martin-Consani in 25th place. Uh, so, yeah, really good um, for some of the Brits at the UTMB. Now, there's a few few other um, races during that week. Now, uh, um, and I'm not going to go through every single race because we'd yeah, be here for hours, was uh, Tom Evans. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tom Evans, who won the CCC race, and he um, he had a really good racing. He was lying in about four checkpoint. Um, oh God, I can't remember who the name of the guy is. I think it was Min Ji or something like that. So, yeah, good race for him. And, yeah, that's about it for, for that. And I think... I think I'll move on. Also, I was going to mention now I haven't really got the results in front of me, but there was a World 100K Championships on the road, which oh, was nice. this weekend as well. Um, did the British guy now, not do well at that? Yes, he did. And I'm just trying to find the results for it. So if you can just yap away for a bit while I find the results, and I'll just quickly brief you over that as well. Um, but in terms in terms of keeping with the the mountain running scene. Um, we have got the World Mountain Running Championships, which are this weekend. Um, so we've got Andy Douglas, who we interviewed last week. So he's um, going to be joined in the team with another Scott, Jacob Atkin. 
uh, who also won the, the trials race. And also in the junior women's race, we have Anna McFadgen, um, who's a, one of one of my a team uh, one of my uh, club mem- club teammates in my old club, Forest Harriers. Lauren Dixon of Last Way DC. Um, so they finished what first and second in the trial. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be good to see how they get on. So you can, um, it's, oh God, when's the, when's the race? It's this weekend, and it's in Andorra um, this weekend. So I'm sure you, if you check the website, you'll be able to see how they get on. I'm sure there's going to be live tracking as well. So there you Excellent. go. I, see, um, I, saw, I saw in the news last week that, um, that the IWF are now, I think they're now, there's a partnership going on with the, is it the, uh, International Trail Running Association and the World Mountain Running Association. Are, yeah, that's right. Ignorance on it, but they've, no, the, no. IWF, the IWF have embraced these two organisations a bit more, and they're really trying to ingre- integrate mountain running and you know ultra trail into into the IWF, which I think is great. There's a lot of I actually think there's a lot of cool things going on in athletics at the moment. You know, um, and they're trying new things. They're trying to wide, you know, make the sport more appealing and broaden the broaden its appeal to you know there's obviously an acceptance that there is that the you know mountain running and ultra running or you know trail running are 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 as much a part of athletics these days as you know your 800 400 1500 etc so really exciting to to see that news come through yeah absolutely tom uh yes yeah, it's going to be quite quite exciting for for everyone who's in the, the kind of mountain running ultra scene, um, and I'm sure it's just going to improve the the standard of of the events as well. So, yeah, yeah going to be quite good. Um, what I was going to say was that, like I said, I said the World Ultra, uh, the World 100K Championships was this weekend. So we had, um, from a, a Scottish perspective, we had Rob Turner of Edinburgh AC who who was racing in the GB team. Um, now he's the current British 100K champion. And uh, I, I know he's a listener to the show. He, I think he just discovered it. So, yeah, welcome to the, the Tartan Running Shorts show. Um, and he was uh, the second GB finisher in 718. I think he was a little bit disappointed with his event, with his race. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a long way and, and I'm sure you, you'll learn from that. Um, what I would say is he, he narrowly missed out on a, a Masters uh, V45 medal in fourth place. So you know he's a he's he's in his forty he's forty five years old so from at least um so from be mixing it up with the the top guys um is fantastic so yeah really really good to see we did have um the top GB guy was in eighth place now I don't know what his name is and excuse me for not knowing that um but yeah I think if you do want to check the results then I'm sure you can. You'll be able to have a look uh, at that as well. It was Anthony Clark, so, yeah, Anthony Clark. That's his name, and he he was uh, third M forty and eighth overall in the, the race in six forty three. So wow, really good time for a hundred k. I think that average is about four minutes per kilometer, which is good, fast going for that 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 time. I say. And um, so yeah, that that's it for me, Tom. In terms of results, is there anything else you want to chat about? No, I think results-wise, we're good. What I do want to do is move on and speak about, uh, so start talking about what's coming up. So, you know, it's very where we're now into the, well, this is the second week of September now, so autumn marathon season is very much upon us, and the buzz and the hype is really starting to build. We will talk about it a bit more week in, 
a week at a time as they're coming, but really just to give everyone a flavour, you know, and encourage those who maybe don't follow athletics so closely to really, you know, to take attention, to pay attention and look at what's coming up because there are some really exciting races. Firstly, this weekend we've got Berlin. So the Berlin Marathon is is one of the one of the majors. It's uh it's of no renown for being a fast course. It, the world record is has been held there for for many years and I think the last six or seven years I heard the, the fastest time of the year has been run there so so really exciting the exciting thing about Berlin this weekend um, for those of you who are following it and I would suggest you do try and watch it because it could be interesting so Eliud Kipchoge who is um, for many the greatest of all time in terms of marathoner he is going he's going on well he's shooting for a PB he says but knowing that his PB is only like six or eight seconds off the world record I assume he's going for a world record sh- uh, shot. So quick course, quick athlete, paced race. The field's not super deep. I know Wilson Kipsang's running, who's not been in such great form of late. And um, there's a couple of other guys who are quick, but probably won't push him. I think one of the... Anyway, it's a reasonable field. That'll be really interesting to see how he goes. Uh, and on the women's side, I think Tiranesh Dababa's running. So uh, that'll be fascinating to see how she goes. An athlete who is was phenomenal on the track, has since, you know, with multiple Olympic medals, Olympic gold title, Olympic title, sorry, and has since run some serious times uh, at marathon. It's going to be really interesting to see how she goes. So for you athletics fans this weekend, you've got Berlin on Sunday. Have a watch of that. Now, I tried to get a start list to find out which Brits were running, and I failed. I cannot, it just seemingly doesn't exist. So we look forward next week to, to wrapping up on which Scottish and... Uh, and British runners are running it because it's sure to be exciting as we start off the autumn season. If you, yeah, really good account um, of the race, Tom. Great research. What, what I will say is you can be as boring as Tom and, and just sit there and, and go go along the tracker for Berlin Marathon and just <laughs> refresh the page and I'm sure you'll find some Brits eventually. I'm sure um, you will. Yeah, and obviously you, you'll see the live tracker so if you, it depends who you want to watch but I'm sure if you want to see the top Brits if you just look at the, the the top 50 hopefully one of the one there'll be a Brit in, in, in there hopefully and I'm so sure I, you'll be able to I've, see how folk are getting I've got, a feeling, I've got a feeling it's on Eurosport I think it's on Eurosport uh, so if you have Eurosport and you have uh, and you have not much on um, on Sunday morning then go for it I'm going to try and I've got 22 miles to run on Sunday morning but I'm going to try and get out early enough that I can come back in and watch it while I put my feet up and enjoy a bowl of soup. That'll be uh, a nice oh, you, treat. Oh, you, 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 that's, that's dynamite. Jeez. <laughs> that's that's how I roll. <laughs> bowl of soup. Oh, yeah. God. What uh, have we rock, come to, rock, Tom? Rock no beers lifestyle. in hand anymore. It's all about soup and risotto I've just rolled yeah. down. You haven't even had that yet. You've stolen the toast. Holy I'm moly. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to go through and have, uh, have some dinner soon. So Anyway, so that's Berlin. We've also got, so next weekend, we've got the Inverness Marathon. Now, that is shaping up actually to be really interesting from a local, from a Scottish standpoint. So Inverness, just again a little bit of background for those who are who are not aware. Inverness Marathon used to be or has been in the past the Scottish champs. It's been a marathon that, that the famous Kyle Gregg has graced in the past with a a bronze medal and a silver medal to his name there. It's I mean Kyle's better than me to speak about because he's run it, but it's it's a point to point course. It's I think it's a challenging course. It's got lumps and bumps in it. Is that fair to say, Kyle? It's certainly got lumps and bumps in it. The the, the biggest, uh, not even lump, I mean, you start at the top of the lump um, and you, the first one mile is a, 
it's downhill and it's it's a it's a really steep downhill. Um, I think my first mile was like sub five minute miles. Like I mean, honestly, if I kept that going, it'd be a I'd be I'd be Kipchoge's pace, but I wouldn't be even quite Kipchoge's pace when he's averaging four forty a mile. But um, besides the point, the first half of of Loch Ness is fast. It's really fast, and if you go off far too fast in that first half marathon, you're going to be you know you're going to be you you're going to be feeling it by the end of the last few miles to go. Now last last year it was the week before. It was sandwiched in between the stag do and the wedding, my wedding. Right, um, yeah. And the stag do was a bit of a mess, wasn't it, Tom? It was for, a for me anyway. It was it was a shambles. I think, just I think like le- episode I, one was. I think less said about your stag do is better for the sake of the yeah. podcast. I mean, I can, I can still see that scar that you told me was going to disappear by the time I got married, and it bloody didn't. But anyway, <laughs> just not just not looked after, but. I, I don't even know where I'm going with this anymore. What I was saying was I because I wasn't as fully trained as, as, as I wanted to be, I went off quite easy for the first half compared to what I did the year before that. Um now I think my time is a little bit slower than the year before, just by a minute or so. Um but I, I ran with uh, Patrick Patrick. Pat G. Pat, Pat G. Pat G will do. I ran, me and Pat G ran ran together for the first um the first kind of 13 miles or so last year and uh, your man Abu Rezik Mohammed Abu Rezik and uh, Koskai Asaya Koskai Asaya Koskai yeah yeah so he, them two those two guys went out like a bat out of hell like they the first half marathon they were at 67 minutes for the first half now that's a 2.14 if they continued sure. that now both of them and both he, he, both of them really suffered in the second half, but Koskai suffered far more than than Abu Rezik, who who ended up going on going on for the win in 2:22, I believe. Um, yeah, unfortunately, right. Koskai maybe just paced it a little bit too much, and I mean by this point, I was at the 13, 40 mile mark. I was neck and neck with for, for third place with Pat Pat G, uh, and then I pulled away, so I was in third, and I was like, right, kept looking. No, I didn't look at behind that much, but. I had a couple of stairs behind me, and, and I was—I I knew that the the third place was going to be coming home to me, you know. And then all of a sudden, Koskai's just wobbling around on the road and completely bonked. Um, three miles, five k to go, and, and then I ended up just, you know, going past him and uh, getting the second place, which for me was unexpected, and, and it was—it was a real. Um, it, it was a it, it was a really for me it was a tactical race to to get to get the second and mm-hmm. uh what probably not one of my proudest races but certainly was was up there in terms because I knew that I never had the the speed and the fitness to to run a fast time but yeah I I just was really conserved quite conservative in the first half and and felt really strong in the second half but boy oh boy it's a tough course is that those lumps and bumps that you know although it's a it is a net downhill. The, the first the first downhill at the start of it really um really kind of discounts the the, the the difference between a flat course and, and yeah. a downhill course like Loch Ness so I mean if I'm if I'm looking, being honest like I think they're probably a, a dead flat course versus a, a, a the Loch Ness course are probably about roughly about the same times you would be, you would run but again I've mentioned this in the past a flat, running a dead flat course versus an undulating course runners suit 
different courses and and yeah. for me like I I probably suit a, a, a yeah. undulating course rather than a dead flat course so yeah so, so, that, so that, that's it so, for for so, well, so speaking for you well so speaking on your so uh, I've been I've been looking into it actually and speaking of the of your old uh, your wards from last year so the field is actually shaping up quite interestingly so we've got Mohammed Resurrect Abu Resurrect sorry back he's back he's back for yeah. uh, I think he's on the hat trick we've got Pat G lining up again so Pat G hoping to go one better. Get, coming back again is your man uh, Isaiah Koskai. We've got. Yes. Um, I mean, he is coming back again. Apparently, he's on the start. Yeah, yeah. So there, that'll be interesting if Pat G's able to hang on to him. Is Koskai in better shape? We'll we'll see. But those two are certainly guys who can go quick. Koskai has got a pedigree, a serious marathon pedigree. It just depends if he's in shape. And then when you look, when you start to go down the list, it's really interesting. Guys, you've got running. You've got a couple of guys. You know, an RAF guy, James Bellard, who's run a two thirty. A guy, um, you've got Gordon Lennox, who's run 2.34 in the 70 minutes this year, who's lining up, Inverness Harry, of course. Um, Tom Roach, medalist at Sterling, 2.33 there. Wayne Dashper, our man from up north. Uh, That's right. Two, I think he's got a pedigree of, of 2.34, 2.35 in recent years. Yeah. We've got um, untested Metro Aberdeen, Jim Toll. We'll see how he goes. Dundee's Billy Gibson, who is uh, a 2.40 man on his day, hopefully going better. So... The start list is looking quite exciting from a, a local standpoint. And on the women's side, there's uh, Jennifer Wetton makes her return. She ran, Jennifer has won the Inverness Marathon in the past. She's coming back from having a baby and she's she's lining up. Hazel Wynas, Metro Aberdeen, who's, who's got a 256 to her name, is lining up. Sheena Logan, we've talked about, is lining up. And Sheena's gone sub three as well. Um, and then you've got you know a, a range. You've got a Jill McCurra, Carnetti, three hundred three, Elaine Omond, Dundee, three hundred five, Erica Christie, three hundred six. So again, a real, a really local, strong field. So it's a shame again that these races are not covered in social media because it will be exciting to watch. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing next Monday, Tuesday, as the results come in, how how uh, how they all got on at Inverness. Yeah, yeah, really, really good preview, Tom. Um, I know that we've also got the marathon as well as the 10K. I don't know who's doing the 10K, but what I what I did learn this this week was uh, I, I met up with uh, our man Fraser Klein, and he gave me some inside info that there's a a New Ze- there's a New Zealand international runner who is competing at the World Mountain Running Championships um, in Andorra. Uh, representing New Zealand, and he's gonna—he's decided to stay, stay in Europe for a couple of weeks. Now, interestingly, what Fraser told me was he is the New Zealand beer mile record holder. Wow! We need to get yeah, hold of this so guy we, while he's over. Well, I've, I've, I've asked Fraser if he can, um, if he can push for for a, a little and running shorts uh, interview even if even if Fraser does it that'll be much appreciated we, we want to find out about A what his time is I think it's five minutes five minutes something for the beer mile so that's pretty quick fast going um, wow, so he's almost swift so it'll be interesting to see how he gets on at the 10k uh, in, nice. in, uh, in next week so yeah there you Very go good. Um, I guess the, the next two marathons, we well, the next two marathons preview, let's push them, time is running on, but we've also, of course, got Chicago featuring Mr. Mo Farah, Sir Mo Farah and Mr. Kyle Gregg, which is going to be a fascinating head-to-head between those two, and a few weeks later, we've got Frankfurt Marathon, which is uh, featuring uh, a couple of uh, Kenyans and me, so 
again, that's going to be another interesting one for for um, for the athletics fans. So stand, stay tuned for all that. We will we'll we'll be covering the marathons and half marathons through autumn in the in the weeks to come. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, we'll, we'll chat about them next week. Uh, well, I need to get all, I need to, I need bread week bake off bread week this week. So I'm 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 really looking forward to that. I'm getting bored of your our chat now, Tom. And you're hungry, and I'm getting hungry. Right. So well, yeah. so to progress, I'm going to rattle through one race, and you can rattle through another. I'm going to kick off with this weekend. It's the Crathis Half Marathon. Now we're not going to formally preview it, but we just want to say good luck to everyone who's running it. I don't know if entries are still open. I can't wait to see how it goes. We've got a uh, big KG Kyle Gregg lining up there. Jason we Kelly, do. We... Jason Kelly as well, who you out, who you were you put to the sword at Great Aberdeen. So we'll be expecting more of the same. Sorry, Jason. I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure he might be trying to put me to the sword, but we'll we'll see how that goes. It's a bit. It's a big weekend of training for me um, this weekend. So. I'll, Firstly, start off on the Saturday, the craft is half, and then I'll follow that by a, a good long run. Um, nice. And we'll, we'll see how we'll see how things pan out from there. Um, in terms of the, the the female entries, again, I haven't really, I don't really know a huge amount about the the, the list, but I know Sarah Milne and Hazel Wyness are running. Obviously, you mentioned Hazel Wyness is uh, gearing up for Loch Ness Marathon, so this will be a fine-tuned warm-up for her. And, uh, yeah, Sarah Milne as well is running pretty well for Metro, so I'm sure she'll be looking to get, uh, get on the podium and hopefully get some PBs. So, yeah, exciting sure. times. Um, and then the only the only other race with big race that we've got coming up is the, the Ring of Steel in... Oh, God, where is it? It's uh, Kinloch Leaven. Yeah. Linko, yeah. So that's this weekend. And I know the vertical Kate Kilometer did start off tonight, actually. Um, now, I do believe that was, the results are up. And unfortunately, I don't know who has won. I think the, the overall winner was um, Remy Bonnet. From He's a Salmon runner. I think he's also, I think he's a friend. I, I don't know what nationality he is. But yeah, I think he stormed stormed for the win so yeah well done to Remy and uh, yeah the the ring of steel that'll be on the Saturday and it's a, an absolutely stacked field it's um it's like the world I guess the world kind of sky running championships that comes to head uh, this weekend so a few a few good good runners going along to that um, we've got Killian Killian Journey who's no stranger at the show um, he'll be he'll be racing. And... I, think, I think he is. I think the the we're he's the straight the show is a stranger to him, but I'm sure he's a I'm sure he's a stranger to the show. I'll be delighted if he is listening. Ah yeah, I've already teed up an interview with Killing. No, I haven't yet. But I'm sure we. <laughs> I'm sure we can try. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm trying to load up the preview that I wrote, but it's not it's not loading. So if you want to if you do want to have a look at who's running. Uh, Iris, go to the website goldentrailseries.com and um, you can see the previews to the men and the female uh, elite preview. So, so yeah, I'll leave that to you guys to, to have a look. And we'll certainly, and we'll, certainly the wrap, we'll certainly wrap up on it next week, for sure. Absolutely, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap up. And I don't know if it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be filmed this, this time. It's quite difficult based on the, the terrain of, of the Ring of Steel. It's a uh, it's it's not it's not for the faint hard that's for that's for sure. Yeah. So yeah. just to rattle yeah. off a couple more a couple more races, 
just uh, without going into any detail because I don't I don't know anything about them. But what I do know is these races you can enter on the day. So this weekend, if you're interested, the Cumbernauld 10k is on, the Pit Lockery 10k and 5k are on, and the Ellen Middleton Trust 10k road race are all on. So feel f so if you're looking for a run, have a look at those. They are enter on the day jobs, so you might be able to fill your running boots with that. Awesome. Well, good luck to everyone racing. And, uh, yeah, I think that sums it up for this week, does it, Tom? It does, yeah, it does. Yeah. So we, we, we have got a few interviews lined up for the next couple of weeks, which I'm sure we'll, we'll be teasing out in the forthcoming days as well. And, uh, yeah, we've got a, a, few, a few other things that we're going to improve on the, the, the Tartan Running Shorts podcast Absolutely. as well. So, but we've got, um, we've, got, we've got an Olympian coming up. We do, don't we? I forgot we about do, it. I yeah. Of course, yeah. I didn't forget about that, but that was uh, uh, fantastic to get that teed up. Yeah. So, so, yeah, hopefully on, that'll, yeah. that'll keep the listeners listening. Absolutely, yeah. Grand. Yeah. Well, have a good week, uh, Mr. Have a good weekend, Mr. Greg. Good luck at the Krathis half. And, uh, yeah, thank you. And I expect to see you. Um, getting some more high fives in your your long run that you're going to do this weekend i will be yeah absolutely if, Maybe you, do, if you do fancy uh if you do fancy being the lead bike for crafts crack on you can remember the last the last time i got say a lead bike remember jk uh, jk fell yeah. off his bike when he was uh trying to <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> that was a that was a that was a nice little one two for us there it, it was wasn't it that, the glory, that was last... the glory days the glory days, the days of twisting, turning my neck behind me again, getting sore necks again. Yeah. Worried that you're going to come along and bite my, bite my behind. But you... Rub, uh, rubbish. Anyway, well, good luck there. And, uh, Thank you. We'll, yeah, and, uh, and good luck to all listeners who are running and racing this weekend. Let us know what you're doing. I know we saw a, a couple of posts, one from uh, Kev, um, who was it? Kev Mackey posted. He's a, an Aberdeen, Metro Aberdeen runner who listens to the show and he's, He's running the VK, so uh, sorry, he's running Ring of Steel, I believe, and he was delighted with he's his doing a Ring of Steel. Yes, um, so yeah, good luck to Kev, and um, yeah. uh, he, he was asking for some advice of fueling, so I, I cracked on and uh, hopefully gave him some some of the right advice. So we'll, we'll yeah. see how Kev gets on, and I'm sure you'll you'll let so us Kev, know. So basically, so yeah, Kev, um, is, Kev is praying that there's blueberries and blueberries at the side of the trail on the way up the Glencoe. <laughs> Blackberries, not blueberries. They're not. Sorry, they're they're not. Um, well, the, yeah, right. No, nah, I don't. I don't think they will be. Nah, it's too wild up there for black blackberries to be grown. Grand. So anyway, anyway, listeners, if you'd like to get in touch with us, like uh, like Kev did, you can email us on tartanrunningshorts at gmail .com. We are on Facebook, and our handle is at tartanrunningshorts, and on Twitter at at tartanshorts. Fantastic. Right, well, that's it for this episode, and we will hear from you. Or we, well, we won't again. I keep saying this. We won't see <laughs> you. We won't hear you. But we will present for you next week. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye.